Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from Escazú, Costa Rica, where I have just arrived back to after a few days in Manuel Antonio. If you've been following me, and last week I announced this on my podcast, and I've also made a point to let everyone know on Instagram that the podcast was not going to happen yesterday. My internet where I was staying, you know, when you stay in these Airbnbs and places, they don't they don't have super duper internet to upload a file of the size that one needs to upload when one does a podcast, half an hour of information. So I felt it was better to just come home and do it Monday evening. And here we are Monday evening. Today is Monday, the 28th of February in the year 2022. And um, it has been an interesting few days. (laughs) You know, Manuel Antonio, if you've never been, is a wonderful place to go. And I highly recommend it to anyone who visits Costa Rica and and make it a highlight of your trip. And (laughs) um, there's the National Park, and you always want to go to the National Park because you're, you're going in and you're seeing, you know, the beach and the rainforest and the animals and the sloths. And I didn't see any sloths this time, though. But the monkeys were there. Los monos. Yes, they were there. And in fact, um, <laughs> there was one point when I have said yesterday, oh, I'm going to be in the park for a few hours. Let me let, let me just bring let me just get some food at the the shop there. They, they don't let you bring food in anymore. So I just got a little, you know, those puff pastry chicken rolls. I got, I got two because they were small. It's a good thing I got two because the monkey stole one of them, okay? They are so fast and so thieving. <laughs> and I was just standing there. I ate one and the guy came right over and swiped it in a second, just in a second. Right before that, a monkey had stolen a giant piece of chocolate cake that like these young people, there were like four, like 20 something sitting at a table and they tried to shoo the monkey away and he didn't leave. And he swiped their big piece of chocolate cake and tucked it under his arm and left. So <laughs> they're highly entertaining. Um, and then after my chicken roll was stolen, this guy was saying to me, yeah, some woman on the beach, her, her makeup bag was stolen by a monkey and the monkey threw the makeup all over the beach. And of course I said, yeah, of course, because once they find out it's not food, they're not interested. So, you know, it's just useless to them. So it's pretty hilarious. You have to have a sense of humor about it. And I just thought, okay, maybe I wasn't supposed to have two. So gratitude to the monkey for sparing my diet, right? (laughs) Anyway, Onward with astrology. That's the chuckle of the week. Um, There's a lot of astrology this week. So there's a lot of astrology this week. Um, Where do we even begin? Right now, the nice things are that, you know, Venus and Mars, as we know, have been conjunct and are still conjunct and are going to be conjunct. And they're going to continue to be conjunct. And they are, you know, within a degree of each other, less than a degree of each other. And they are... Um, they have been, and Venus still is making a very nice relationship to the nodes of destiny. So they are trining, which is a soft flowing aspect, the North node, which is in Capricorn, which is supporting our direct, um, it's in Capricorn. The node is in Taurus. So the Venus is in Capricorn. The node is in Taurus, just to be clear. 
Okay, so we have Taurus and Capricorn, and those are Earth signs, and this is supporting our direction of fulfillment. And, you know, very, very material, very earthbound energies. So this is good for making um, plans that are very practical, okay? And the south node is in Scorpio, which is our passionate creative self, and we want to take the passionate creativity and fuse it into creating something practical from that. And Venus and Mars are supporting that right now. And to some degree, Pluto is too, although Pluto is past the nodes. So now, one of the things that's so important, there's so many things that are so important. Um, so let's start with that. We'll start with Capricorn. There's three planets in Capricorn. And yesterday, up until yesterday, there was, you know, there was the moon was in Capricorn. So if you watched my Instagram, you heard me talk about the fact that the moon was basically going through Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, as it does every month. It, it, this is part of its visit to the 12 signs, but it was in the last three signs and it was in Capricorn the other day and it's in Aquarius now and then eventually we'll go into Pisces. But it's this is a huge cluster of planets in the last three signs of the Zodiac. So this is not a usual thing, okay? The moon was visiting Capricorn, now it's visiting Aquarius, and then it's going to go into Pisces in the next couple of days. And so we're, we're in this section, the last three signs, which are about evolution and collective unconscious and our role in the collective unconscious and our experience of... Uh, the higher realms, the realms of, you know, the psychic and the connection to all things where we are all connected to one another and the earth and the cosmos. Okay. So, you know, Capricorn is about the power on the world stage. Aquarius is more altruistic. Pisces is more altruistic. Pisces is about things in the, in the unseen realms. Aquarius is about, you know, community and groups and and so these are these are higher minded in the sense that we are we are looking at like the end of the zodiac as opposed to like starting fresh and things being new and sort of at the end of a cycle. So this is important. We have to pay attention to what's ending, what's beginning, what's what we're releasing, what new things are coming, you know, and there's a lot of very powerful aspects right now. Um, and we're going to go through all of them. So let's start with what's happening in um, Capricorn, which is um, the Venus and the Mars conjunct. And then they are going to be conjunct Pluto. Now, we've been waiting for this for a while because remember a couple of things. Back in December, Venus went retrograde, and she is still not out of her shadow, okay? And she's not going to get out of her shadow till really tomorrow, the next day, okay? So once we're at Wednesday, Venus will be out of her shadow, okay? And we can say she's safely passed the shadow degree. And this is the first time she's going to that section of the Zodiac in this this season. So, you know, every year, every, all these planets go, you know, the inner planets go through the whole zodiac. And, you know, Mars takes two years to do that. But, you know, Venus, Mercury, Sun, Moon, they, they do this rather quickly. But Venus 
has not been to 27 degrees Capricorn because she went retrograde to 26. And so once she gets to 27 on Wednesday, ta-da, she's finished with her retrograde cycle completely. She's still behind Mars right now. We're still behind Mars. But, you know, in the next couple of days, she's going to catch up and really, she's, you know, going to stay with Mars. But but really what we're looking at is, you know, her getting past her shadow. So this is new territory. This is past where she was. She, you remember what happened in December. She met with Pluto, then went retrograde, went backwards, met with Pluto again, and kept going backwards till she went direct January 29th, okay? And now she's been behind Mars this, like she was ahead of Mars. Mars passed her up, and now she's not caught up to where Mars is. Venus is slow, which is not like Venus. Venus is the faster planet. Mars is the slower planet, but they are very much together right now. And so we're looking at Venus and Mars, and then on Thursday, and I'm, I'm making this the priority of the week. I know we haven't talked about Tuesday or Wednesday yet, but I want to bring this to everybody's attention. Okay. They are essentially conjunct Pluto. Right now, as we speak, remember what I always say, you know, if something's birthed or born or started right now, it's a Venus-Mars-Pluto conjunction. But they are going to be exactly conjunct Pluto on Thursday. Okay, so I want to start with that because it's the most potent part of the week. And I want everyone to pay attention to that. This is no la-di-da aspect. This is Pluto, the power of transformation, the power of turning points, the power, um, you know, that we all seek in our lives, our self-empowerment, the, the shadow side of our lives and Venus and Mars coming to connect with Pluto. Okay. So we've got some very strong energies brewing here. Now we know that the world isn't, there's always turmoil in the world, but there's particular amount of turmoil going on, and I don't need to review what that is. You know what it is. And I always, you know, when I think of Mars and Pluto, I think of that as a particularly explosive energy, and that's what we have. We have a struggle for power. We have people being invaded. There's, you know, a lot going on that you can read in the newspapers, and I think of that as the Mars-Pluto because Mars is, Mars is the planet of war. You know, it is the planet of self-assertion, too, and confidence, obviously. But that's in our individual lives on a grand scale. Now, not every time Mars and Pluto meet is there a war, by no means. But right now, there's a lot going on in the world. And, you know, it's, there's, in a collective sense, Mars and Pluto. And, you know, people struggling for empowerment in the, in the shadow but to each of us, Mars will conjunct Pluto 3.43 a.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, the 3rd of March, and 12.56 p.m. on Thursday, the 3rd of March, the same day, Venus will conjunct Pluto, okay? Venus will conjunct Pluto. And so within hours of each other, not even 12 hours, both Venus and Mars will be exactly conjunct Pluto. So, and in the meantime, the asteroid Vesta is conjuncting with Venus and Mars and Pluto at the same time. Okay. And this is a quadruple conjunction. This is a cluster of planets. This is Vesta is an asteroid. It's remember what I said a few weeks ago, the Vestal Virgins, um, who were 
punished if they did not keep the fires of Rome moving. You know, if they didn't keep the fires going, they tended the fires. So there's this fiery quality to this. And um, there's also the fires of passion that Mars and Pluto and Venus incite. So there's something very deep and profound and we are all due for something in our lives. It could be on a very metaphysical epiphany level. It could be an archetypal experience. It could be an actual, you know, experience in your life. But something, there is a turning point. And this this does not happen. Yeah, during the year, Venus is always going to meet with Pluto. And then every two years, Mars will meet conjunct Pluto. But this is all happening at the same time with Vesta. And, you know, we just had the moon go over them. So what can we expect from this? Well, either there'll be some aha moment, epiphany in your life. Um, There will be some relationship correlation in your life. You may have some profound experience about your relationships. You may reach a turning point in your relationships. You may reach a profound moment in your life where you feel you are... Um, you know, transformed on some level about how you handle your relationships, how you view your relationships, about your own passions, about your own creativity, about um, your own empowerment. All of this is very possible during this time. So think about that. Think about the fact that, you know, any of these things can be something that are profoundly um, profoundly affecting your life in a very deep way. And you're learning something about yourself and you're learning something about your life. And maybe you need to take action and maybe you don't. And that, and I encourage everyone, everyone to go deep with themselves because it's Pluto and work with your feelings and your emotions and your energies, journal, meditate, connect to how you're feeling. Do you feel disempowered? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel the turmoil of the world sitting on your shoulders? I have some astrology friends that say they feel that, um, that the energy is very dense for them right now. Um, I encourage you to go deep with yourself because this is where the answers are going to be. This is where the intensity is going to be. This is where you're going to understand yourself on a deeper level and understand the world on a deeper level. Okay. So this is very important. Now we're in it. We are in it. It's exact on Thursday, but we're in it now. And so over the next few days, as you feel the connection to this, um, as you feel the connection to, you know, what is happening, notice what archetypal principles come up in your life what goddess energy what what godly energy what what empowered energy what comes up in your life okay all of that and um so we are looking at a very deep profound profound experience now on thursday also the moon conjuncts neptune and you know, the moon is going to, so let's, let's start talking about the moon. The moon is going to be, so that's another aspect that's happening on Thursday. Um, that's a very spiritual, intuitive, psychic experience. But 
before the moon goes to Neptune, it's going to go to the sun. So the day before, on Wednesday the 2nd, there'll be a new moon at 12 degrees of Pisces. So the, the sun and the moon will be together in Pisces, and that's going to occur at 12.35 p.m. Eastern Time. And then the moon is going to conjunct Jupiter at 4.24. So technically, I mean, the sun is not at Jupiter yet, but this is a new moon. It's about the moon, and this is a new experience, and the moon will go to Jupiter four hours later. So this is technically a new moon with Jupiter. Yes, indeed. And so that is very powerful. So this is a very powerful week we're having. New adventures, new experiences, new abundance, new openings. That comes the day before this very powerful quadruple conjunction and then the moon with Neptune. So I see this as the mystical Pisces energy and the mystical being available to us, making a wish, taking a moment to make a real deep intention for the new moon. And then we're having this very powerful conjunction of these planets on Thursday. And what can you gain from this? What can you um, acknowledge about your life? And what do you want to wish for and manifest in your life? Because with all that Capricorn energy, that's very tangible, okay? And trining the North Node still in Taurus, you know. But this is very important, okay? Pay attention to your feelings. Pay attention to what you manifest. Pay attention to your dreams. Pisces about the dream state, you know? So when, and this is the new moon with Jupiter. You can have anything you want right now. Where do you want to expand? Where do you want to be more abundant? Where do you want to open the door? Where do you want to have an opportunity? Where do you want to welcome something or someone into your life? relationships. Do you want a new relationship? Are you in a new relationship? Do you want your current relationship that you're already in to be more expansive and life affirming? How do you do that? Okay. This is all about this week. Very, very important. So this is, this is a significant, significant shift. Okay. So this energy is very, very potent. Now on Wednesday also, as if that wasn't enough, Mercury conjuncts Saturn at 11.33 a.m. Eastern Time in Aquarius. Okay, so that means that Mercury, the planet of communication, and Saturn, the planet of structure, will conjunct, they do their annual conjunction. See, remember before when Mercury was with, you know, turning retrograde, it never reached Saturn you know, um, and it needed to come to Saturn now to sort of make things concrete, ideas concrete. Um, again, you know, when you think about it, Mercury and Saturn together could be really, you've got to elevate your feelings. You've got to elevate your thoughts. You can't get all gloomy because it's Saturn. Oh, I'll never get to my goals or I'll never reach what I need. You got to, jump in and say the sun and the moon are going to Jupiter. Okay. And this is extremely beneficial and expansive and abundant. So 
when you've got Mercury, Mercury and Saturn are saying laser focus on what you intend. Laser focus on what you intend. Very much about the one-pointed, I know what I want, and this is it. Okay? So, very important instructions. They're in Aquarius. It's about long-term goals. It's about community. It's about people. It's about friendships. All of those things. Okay. So this is Wednesday and Thursday. Very powerful. Then as we move through the rest of the week, then the moon is going to go into Aries um, later on Thursday, you know, in the evening, Eastern time. But what's going to happen, we've got more important stuff coming Saturday. <clears throat> Saturday well, Pacific time Saturday, but then it's very much wee hours of the morning, Eastern time, Sunday, okay? Venus and Mars are going to enter Aquarius, but Mars is still ahead of Venus because Mars is going first, and a few minutes later, Venus will go, and then they are going. So like, for example, Sunday, 1.23 a.m. or 10.23 p.m. Pacific time, Mars will enter Aquarius. And then seven minutes later, Venus will enter Aquarius. Seven minutes in time time, not astrological minutes. So Venus is going to enter Aquarius. And then about 45 minutes later, 40 minutes later, Mars and Venus will conjunct. Okay? So this is a very profound new statement. They conjunct already in Capricorn. They've been conjunct. They've been together. They're going to meet with Pluto. And then they're shifting signs this weekend. They're going into Aquarius. And then they're going to meet up exactly in Aquarius again, the way they met exactly in Capricorn. This is a big wow. This is a huge wow for anybody who has planets in Aquarius. Now, Let's think back, shall we? Because this is happening. If they both enter Aquarius and 40 minutes later, they are conjunct in Aquarius, where are they conjunct? Zero degrees Aquarius. Aha, where have we heard that before, folks? December 21st, 2020, when Jupiter and Saturn conjunct in Aquarius. What happened? Okay, that was the beginning of something big and grand and, you know, in the cosmos and in the collective. The collective unconscious welcomed the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. This is another story about that conjunction, okay? This is another story about the Jupiter-Saturn that met in Aquarius at zero degrees in December of 2020. All right, so now we are having Venus and Mars come to that point. Now, maybe something big happened for you back then. Maybe it didn't. Maybe there were things going on in your life, you know, especially if you're an Aquarius like me, and then now something profound is coming back to that spot where having Venus and Mars connect there. Wow. Okay, all of this also is a precursor and a preview to Pluto eventually going into Aquarius, touching that zero degrees Aquarius next year, 2023. But pay close attention to this. This is a week where you need to stand up, 
sit up and pay close attention to these energies because there's a lot going on. So not long after that on Sunday, um, a few hours later, this, the moon will enter Taurus at 3 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday morning. And then moon is going to square Venus and Mars because remember moon is in Taurus is a fixed moon and it will have, you know, right now it's in Aquarius, but it's going to move and it's going to go through, you know, the rest of the Zodiac until it reaches Taurus Sunday morning. And then it's going to greet Mars and Venus in a square. So that's fascinating. This is fascinating astrology this week. We have a lot to pay attention to. Venus and Mars are meeting with Pluto and Vesta. Venus and Mars are meeting exactly with each other again in a new sign in Aquarius. Aquarius is the revolutionary. Aquarius is the the person who wants to be different for the sake of being different, the contrarian. Aquarius is also, you know, welcoming the the group, the community, the, it's the, you know, the person who wants to embrace the whole of humanity, the altruist. Okay. But, you know, there is, there is a very detached and cool energy around Venus and Mars in Aquarius. They aren't, um, they aren't necessarily like all, it's not warmth. It's like this interesting, dynamic, you know, because it's an independent energy. It's a, an innovative, uh, independent thinking energy. All right. So we've got some major astrology going on this week. Okay. Major, major, major astrology. And that takes us right up to the next podcast next Sunday, the 6th. Um, now this is very important because we are going to be looking at how we handle this energy. How do we handle Venus, Mars, and Pluto? Whew, that's deep. That's profound. And Vesta, the one who keeps the fires burning. You could experience something very passionate. It could be like the lighting of a creative flame in your life. It could be the beginning of a new relationship. It could be the restoration of passion towards whatever you love in your life, whether it's a person, an animal, or your creative work. This is a potent week to pay attention and connect with all those things. They are very much, um, you know, a very strong, strong, powerful energy. And... The thing is that it's it's wise to understand this energy. It is wise to um, do some reflection for during this time, and it's wise to you know be patient with yourself and others during this time. I can't tell you con concretely what is going to appear in your life because this appears in everybody's chart in a different place. Where do you have? 27, 26 degrees, 27 degrees of Capricorn. Where do you have zero degrees Aquarius? Where have you been in these last months? Where are you looking? What part of your life are you paying attention to? What messages are you getting from the universe? What are your dreams telling you with the sun, moon, and Jupiter? And that's the other thing. That Saturday, 
you know, right before that Venus and Mars entering Aquarius and Venus and Mars conjuncting, the sun will come to Jupiter. Yes, there's a new moon on Wednesday and the moon will come to Jupiter. And technically, you know, the sun and the moon are conjunct and then the moon will go on to Jupiter. But the exactitude of the sun with Jupiter won't happen till Saturday at 9.06 a.m. Eastern time. That means that it will rev up and it's still revved up the juice from the new moon. Okay, so that juicy new moon we're having with Jupiter, we're going to start to see some real action maybe on Saturday. So these these days ahead are really potent. Technically, today, Monday, is the quietest day of the week. Tomorrow, the sun in Pisces gives a sextile to Uranus and Taurus, um, but that's late, late in the evening, you know, at, in my place It'll be like 11 o'clock at night. Eastern time, it'll be midnight. Um, but I want you to just get yourself prepared and stay grounded during this. Remember, we're dealing with Capricorn energy. So it should be a practical, grounded manifestation of something, okay? And I, although the new moon is in Pisces and the moon is, you know, um, more loftier, you know, than than, you know, Pisces is a very spiritual loftier energy um you know that can kind of sweep us off our feet a little bit so stay aware be very conscious of self of thoughts it's a time to clear out old thoughts that no longer serve you um it's making new neurological uh pathways in your in your mind in your life in your in your pa life path your life direction where do you want new things to happen? This is all newness with Jupiter. It's so profound and so powerful and so lovely. And remember, this is about expansion. So where would you like to expand your mind? Where would you like to expand your ideas? Where would you like to expand your spiritual practice, your creativity? Um, where would you like to open your heart? Because, you know, the new moon with Pisces really helps us open our heart. And, you know, I think Venus and Mars going into an Aquarius is a very uh, altruistic, world-embracing energy. And we can only hope that things in the world get, get better than they've been. But in our own personal lives, we've, we've got to see to ourselves first. And we have to use our energies to better our lives in these next couple days, okay? So, big, big week. Uh, stay tuned to my Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, because I'll be posting those, those things about how we're feeling. And you know, day by day, as I feel into the energy, I have new information. So, I'll be feeling something different on Wednesday and Thursday than I'm sitting here today feeling, because that's several days from now. Then... Um, if you want a session with me and you're thinking about all these energies, certainly contact me, info at thegoldenastrologer.com or deb at debmcbride.com. And I am also available um, to do Reiki if you're interested in that. And you can book that on my website as well. You just go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, book online if you want a session, if you want um, information. And I have much gratitude to all of you for listening. And I wish you an incredibly powerful 
uh, self-empowering, life-empowering, beautiful, wish-manifesting week, okay? And please, please do your best to stay conscious, to stay connected, and to dream big. We've got a new moon in Pisces with Jupiter. This happens like maybe once every 12 years. It doesn't happen, you know, just because there's a new moon in Pisces when Jupiter's in there doesn't mean that the new moon is sitting with Jupiter. So just pay attention to that, okay? Love to all of you. Thank you for listening, and we will be back with more next week. Have a beautiful week.